Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. It's the intro. This is where the credits and our monthly sponsor is mentioned. He's a good egg. It's Car D'Angelo over at Earth 2 Comics is sponsoring the Dork Forest this month. Earth 2 Comics is in Sherman Oaks. It's also in Northridge, California. And if you go into either one of those stores and you mention that you are a ranger of the Dork Forest, you will get 10% off your purchases. Very exciting. I love uh, Earth 2. Very, very supportive staff. They can help you find stuff. If you don't know what to get, you can sort of describe the kind of things that you like to read. And I don't know, if you go to the Sherman Oaks one, they might even tell you what uh, Maya and Andy's uh, pull list is. And then you can know more than you need to know about what kind of comic books to get. But Earth 2, super friendly staff, and they have everything. And if they don't have something in one store, they will send away to the other store and hook you up. And I recommend that you all go there, and I recommend that you mention the Dork Forest, because then you get 10% off. There's the ad. In other news, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, AllThingsComedy.com is uh, the podcast network that the Dork Forest is on. And there's a lot of great podcasts over there if you're looking for more pods. There you go. My stand-up uh, and live Dork Forests are on JackieCation.com. There's a chance to buy merch. There's a chance to go to the Amazon banner and buy whatever you want from Amazon and I get a kickback. The Dork Forest gets kickback. And other than that, there's t-shirts and CDs and the calendar. Oh, and the donation button, of course. Everyone should give me $100 a year. Do what you can. If you have to give it to me in $4 increments, you're going to have to do the math because I don't know how to set that up. Uh, I've asked Mark Marin. He's told me twice. I still haven't done it. Anyway, let's get into the show. It's a good one. Welcome, welcome, welcome to day three of the 2013 L.A. Podcast Festival. Let's hear it. It's been an incredible weekend. Thank you all so much. Thank you to all the volunteers and the staff and the sponsors who made this possible, including All Things Comedy, Sideshow Network, MailChimp, Squarespace, and Daily Motion. And don't forget to go to DailyMotion.com and you can watch feeds of all this after the fact. They're putting them up as soon as... Uh, Every day ends. You can already see everything from yesterday and Friday up there. Um, without any further ado, let's get this going. This is one of my favorite podcasts. I'm sure it's one of yours. Uh, let's hear it for The Dork Forest with Jackie Cation. Welcome to The Dork Forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore The Dork Forest. The Dork L.A. Podcast Festival, how the heck are you? This is, this is crazy. This is awesome. Uh, I, uh, I was just telling uh, Karen Kilgariff, who's going to be up here in a minute, that uh, she's like, are you having a good time at the podcast festival? I was like, I'm having a great time with all of the people who've come to the podcast festival. The only thing that's bad are all the people that are doing it to become famous. Uh, those assholes, uh, fuck off. Uh, I just want to do a podcast where I talk to people about what they're dorky about. And, uh, and, then, and then we all just gather and, uh, and share... Uh, Magnets and stickers and candy. Okay, so, um, Jackie Cation, uh, good, over here, Ranger of the Dork Forest, uh, Paladin of the Dork Forest. That seems obnoxious too. Anyway, uh, seems a little assumptive. Uh, let's, uh, let's bring, uh, let's bring one of my best friends up. Uh, let's bring, uh, the Maria Bamford up. Maria Bamford's gonna be our first guest. You may know her from such things as television. 
different supports me in my journey. All right. I love uh, also, so coming much. to the stage, uh, the very talented, the lovely, the writer, the songstress, uh, Karen Kilgariff, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing. I love you, Karen. It's happening. Yeah, it's yeah, happening. Yeah, the Dork yeah, Forest yeah, is yeah, happening. Yeah. And then we have recurring. This guy's been on the Dork Forest so many times. We love him. I'm, I always mispronounce his name. Let's get Murray up here. Murray. Uh, Valeriano. Valeriano. Valerio. Valeriano. Valeriano. I like how you didn't even try to attempt my last name on that one. And Mer- Murray V. Murray V. At Murray V. Murray at Twitter. House. I went by Murray V. when we first started uh, doing stand-up. And Did everybody, you? Yeah, everybody expected a big, uh, big fat Italian guy from Jersey. Right. And then I stepped in. You are a very fit Italian guy. Fit Italian Jersey. guy from Jersey. All right. Where's, where'd that fall apart? Okay. So uh, here's, here's what I got, you guys. Uh, I, don't have, uh, I don't have any topics. I don't have anything. Uh, what I've done here, a lot of people made banners for the live podcast. I just put some shirts out. I like it. Merch. I just put some Dork Forest shirts out. And I'm like, it says Dork Forest on it. That's something. Are the people and, that made banners, uh, do they do cheerleading podcasts? Because <laughs> that's nerdy. Am I right? Everybody? Oh, my God. I want I want a cheerleader dork now. I mean, someone who's been on the bottom of the pyramid, someone who's been on the top of the pyramid. Hi. Both? Uh, both bottom? Not and top. Not top. I've not, never been on the top. Never on the Only top. Only on the bottom. Yeah. Oh, you guys are both, you're, 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 you're part of the base. Base. You're part of the base. Yeah. All right. I played bass clarinet in high school. All right. All right. I was in the marching band. Marching band. Oh, I was in the marching band. Oh. What'd you play in the marching band? I played the bass drum. Kaboom. The nerdiest of the drums. Oh, that's heavy, though. It's heavy. And I joined senior year because in drums you go, you start freshman year and you work your way up to snare. When you're a senior, you don't get to work your way up. <laughs> so I was the Why tallest. Why did you join? What? Why did you join? Because uh, the band trip was going to fucking England. Oh. I'm like, oh, I'll carry like around. That. Give me a flute. I'll play a flute. I'm going to England. <laughs> Right, and the and the bass drum. All you gotta do is keep the beat, keep the beat. Oh no, there's is much more. Side when you go, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk, like that, yeah. That's me. But there's did, dotted half notes and quarter notes and stuff like that. You're did you have to learn to read music? I, I here's, did. Here's here's something pejorative. I think uh, bass drum players are morons. Uh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? There's right more here. to it. I'm, more I'm, I just right said there. I played bass drum. <laughs> no, but I mean, Jackie, he's right here. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you only played it for like six months. You're telling me, right? No. Oh, if, You're high a school year, what's that, eight months? Okay, eight months. Yeah. And then I carried it on into college, but just for my own self. Just alone. Just sitting in the dorm. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't you 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 moved on, right? I did, I did not play and then uh, it was pursue, I did not pursue the bass drum, not a lot of money in it. Right. Um, <laughs> Ground floor bass drumming. Don't you, tell monkeys. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I was expected to pick that up. Uh, street musician act of just the bass drum. Kong, 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 kong. Would you Anyways. leave a dollar? Well, I mean, I'd, I'd ask for five. Uh, <laughs> As then, a bass drummer? And then ask, you know, and then wheedle, you know, wheedle around from there. I like the idea of busking with a bass drum in Europe, going through Europe, checking your luggage, and all it is is a bass drum. <laughs> like a giant hat box. All of your items would be in the bass drum. And then you just pull out T-shirts and stuff and set up right there in Prague. And uh, boom, boom, boom. And you're like, what? No euros? And no, I'm going with this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with this. Picture. We have I an hour to it. kill. It's I love be. the idea that you could take requests and play every song. Oh, right, right. Who's going to know if you're fucking playing Fog Hat or not? 
And it got a DeVita with a 20 minute drum solo. I'm like, God damn it. You assholes. <laughs> Fog hat. I've played, for, uh, played music on the street. Has anybody ever perf- done a street performance kind of thing? Or? No. I knew a guy who did stand up on the street. Oh, how'd that go? It was guerrilla stand up. He did it on the street in Minneapolis in the Skyway system. That's sad. Oh, great. It was sad. I don't like it. It was sad, but get this. He made like 100 bucks a day, and don't think the rest of us, he was crying all the way to the non bank. <laughs> he was crying all the way to him not eating ramen like the rest of us. It was pretty sweet, but he well, didn't. during the winter, I mean, people are desperate for some kind of human connection, and if you're walking through those tunnels. Yeah, and Minneapolis has Skyway systems everywhere, and they're always busy. They're always crowded. And so to do stand-up in the Skyway system... So you have to be, like, less than a one-liner. It's a cash cow. It's like, oh, because people... Bag. Stupid shirt. Like, how do you do that? And get Airline food. <laughs> he would just yell punchlines eventually. Wait, was, Karen, can I buy that? A couple of those? <laughs> Fag, ugly shirt? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is the Skyway a train? No, no, it's it's the it's the up, up high in between buildings thing that oh, you walk, cool. California okay. guy. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, they they're, they connect all the buildings. I used to take the bus. This is a great story. I used to take uh, <laughs> the bus in Minneapolis. Get off like probably nine blocks from Kinkos, where I used to work uh, when I first moved to Minneapolis, Ooh. and I didn't have to go outside at all. I could just go into the first building, and then ten blocks later, I was in the place where uh, Mary Taylor Moore threw her hat up in front of. Remember it's, that? It's much. It's much like the festival this weekend. Yeah. Oh, because it's all in one building? It's all in one building. By the way, everybody, it's 90 degrees outside. (laughs) Just FYI, let's all stay in here for another eight hours. Is there a pool, though? This is a very fancy hotel. There is a pool, is there not? Yeah, that's why I brought the candy, because everything is $30. Whatever you want. You want a cup of coffee? 30 bucks. You want a hard-boiled egg? 30 bucks. We're doing it. That is so not podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, podcasts are... How'd How'd you book this joint? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Let's talk briefly. Now, you played the the, the violin, the violin, not the yes, viola, poorly, poorly, the but forever. Uh, uh, yeah, and I poorly I played it in uh, Minneapolis, where people are kind. Were they? Did you do it? Did you do it like in, in the parks and stuff? Yes, outside, yeah. Outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Parks, yeah. Outside, uh, you know, wherever I felt uh, comfortable. Nicollet, uh, <laughs> Nicollet Mall. Nicollet Mall. That one with some echoing uh, stairs mm. around me and a bald with a floral, uh, floor length muumu. Some Converse Sorry. TV sneakers. You were bald. I was bald. Okay. <laughs> when I met Marie Bamford, she had a shaved her head. Yes. And she was, was it a Toyota camera? I had a lot of feelings coming up. Oh. You, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. And you gotta get rid of that stuff that's holding you back. <laughs> they were all coming out through your scalp. And you just had to get the hair out of the way. <laughs> so that all your feelings could be released through the pores of your head. Yeah, exactly. With all your body heat. Yeah. That's nice. Have you ever shaved your head, Karen Kilgariff? Fuck no. Why not? You see San how Francisco. humongous my head is? <laughs> oh, I have a big head too. That's so funny. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, the, but I would get drunk and cut my own hair often. Oh, and oh, especially just... if I saw a movie with someone that had like a bob, like a Louise Brooks type of thing, or 
you know, Gosford Park fucked me up really bad because there's a million <laughs> awesome bobs in that movie. Yeah. Super waves. And, and the thing I always forget is like, yes, you can cut all your hair off to look like that, but you're, you're still not going to look like that. Right, because like your face is in the middle of that haircut. Yeah, is what yeah, you're saying? Like, what I want to do is cut all my body off so I look good in like a 20s dress. But instead I'd be like, fuck it, it'll work up here. We'll pretend like there isn't anything right, right. down there. You know, Aisha Tyler today told me that she st- uh, told everyone at the podcast she was at, not just me. Uh, <laughs> me so and this was, microphone. It was through the microphone she was talking about how she keeps herself so busy it's sort of like cutting. That's because it's like it's like oh, psychological yes. cutting is yes. to keep yourself so busy that you uh, that you're just overwhelmed and you're like, oh, this feels normal. This feels good. This feels like things are helping, helping. I feel better. Did you give her any kind of contact information after that <laughs> confession? Or that's like cry for help number. directly. Yeah. She was saying, Jackie, help me. <laughs> Please was, help me. It was a cry for help to it to the to the twenty thousand listeners of the mental health. No, she did it on the mental health podcast. So. Oh, so perfect. Okay, yeah. it was perfect. I'm sure so much better. Someone will get involved at some no. point. Good thing she didn't. I don't, I don't have to fix that. Good thing she didn't declare that on walking the room. <laughs> That's the only Dave way to Anthony get health care. Yeah, they'd be like, "Buck up, pussy, and deal with it." <laughs> it is the best way to get health care is to get a reality show. Yeah, is to have someone just point a camera at you and hope that you heal in yeah. front of it. Yeah, that's what they're actually not hoping for. Have you seen Intervention? There's no healing. It's just a. <laughs> hope it works. No? Well, we were fun watching hoarders. Did you see that one intervention where the girl, she was such a crazy <laughs> fucked up drunk. I loved her. Shocked. She's like my spirit animal. And she, in the middle of her intervention where she had decided to, she was going to do all her drugs real quick before the intervention. Like Ooh. they all do. I would do the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to burn that shit. Just do them real quick. And she, in the middle of her, like her mom's reading the letter. She goes, sir, to the bathroom real quick. And she like <laughs> staggers over to this bathroom and then just shuts the door like that's she solved it wow <laughs> best intervention like, done thing. Yeah, she's just like i'm out of here and then in a tiny box and i'm stuck here like she like she thought it would all did go she, away and they oh. give her a duffel of her stuff and put her in a van to florida <laughs> they eventually did they did eventually did oh, is that didn't. what they do yeah on it's always florida arizona yeah, uh, nice it, place I, i'm sorry i've never seen intervention is it actually like they bombard, they surprise the guy. And it's, a, it's a surprise, but it's also, I mean, it's genuinely, I think it usually is helpful. Some people don't make it, but they'll sure. do like a follow up just saying, like, oh, they died. Uh, <laughs> and then that helps the viewer at home. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That does help some. If you want to be on the show, <laughs> get your shit together. You just watched a snuff series. <laughs> yeah. There's a series of watching someone slowly kill themselves. Do they have a, 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 a like a. They do the recap. Is there a percentage? Does like ten percent stay clean, twelve percent die? I mean, is there? You guys are bookended, by the way, uh, Maria and Karen, by people who don't watch reality shows. Maria and I do not. Oh, there's not no, a lot I of. Do. You, you love it. Has you anyone seen on Discovery? Um, it was um, uh, my nightmare cat. <laughs> really? Is what? it how were they? Oh God! I, think I, I read love that it. to my kid last night. It's, <laughs> it's a combination of couples therapy and cat ra- wrangling. <laughs> oh God! On the Discovery Channel? It's it's the cat was there. Is it? It's a oh, oh, my it's cat from hell. My cat from hell. That's what my it cat is. from hell. Oh, it's a delight. <laughs> and they'll have like spooky music, and I'll just be like twinkles, and then the cat's like underneath the bed going. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
Wait, is it is the is the is the conceit that the cat is somehow being uh, tortured by not uh, uh, being in a house with a relationship that works? No, well, their oh. cat, their cat is uh, breaking Somebody... up the relationship. Oh, the cat's breaking up oh, the relationship. Yeah, yeah like he, wow. she's, she's new, cat. Her, yeah. new cat, new yeah. cat. Well. Oh, but it's from hell. It's from hell, so you can't kill it. Right, you can't. <laughs> Terrible. But then here's what happens. This is what the healing is, which is what I love. I am oh, a yeah. nerd about transformation. You love If I can see something turn into something else, I'm interested. <laughs> uh, it could go the opposite way. It could be, you know, something, you know, good turning something bad. I don't care. It just has to change slowly <laughs> over 24 hours. Yeah. Um, it's like a nice it's narration. Like, <laughs> lovely narration. Yeah. It's, like a tra- it's like lapsed f- photography. So wait, so the, the, the animal... <laughs> Is it always a cat? Cat from always hell. a I cat. Suppose. Always a always cat. Always a cat. And and it does. dogs don't ruin people's relationships. No way. Uh, <laughs> boom. So true. And, oh, but then the uh, my boyfriend and I were talking about dressing up my dogs as cats <laughs> and trying to get them on that show. Going, we keep creating these you know places for them to perch on, and they won't get up there. <laughs> That's because they're not cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> But they look like cats. We want to get married. <laughs> That'll fix it. Oh. Have you ever been in a relationship where a pet has gotten in the way? Mm. Oh, gotten no, gotten in the way. Gotten in the way of a relationship. Well, Jackie, oh. you have a long-term relationship, ten years, and has a large lizard, Tiberius. He has a goiter. Does he have a goiter? <laughs> yeah, we've we've come to the moment where uh, uh, my joke has come to life because people because there's some discussion of taking him to the vet to have a look at the fucking lizard goiter, and uh, I'm like, why don't we Google it instead? That seems free. Are you Are you gonna ride that fucking lizard to the? Uh, Veterinarian, because I think it's huge. Yeah, it's it's the biggest it's a three lizard and a half foot, three and a half foot long lizard named Tiberius Dracus, named after the Roman general Tiberius Gracchus. <laughs> I didn't name him. Uh, <laughs> and he's got some Roman history in him. And uh, but the thing is, is so yeah, he's three and a half feet. He's sixteen years old. They live to be about twenty five or thirty. He's a handsome, handsome gentleman uh, yeah, of a lizard. Very sweet. And uh, and he he hasn't he has two male male uh, uh, iguanas have their their. S- they have giant uh, sort of jowls. They're testicles, and they're outside, and only the boys have them. Whatever. But, on uh, his face? On his face. Testicles on his yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's teabagging himself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of dirty comedy this weekend. <laughs> I usually try not to. I try to keep it cleaner, but nope. And... Uh, but so, but the thing is, is, is he also has a little gobble thing on the on the underneath, oh, and in the gobble, that's where his goiter is. He's oh. got a goiter in his gobble, and uh, I'm told that there's too much iodine or not enough iodine. He's eating too much kale. That's what's happening. <laughs> it's a good story. I'm going to turn it into a script. Okay, <laughs> keep moving, folks. The first time I went to Jackie's house, uh, we're standing in the backyard, and it's a Fourth of July party or something. And you remember that scene in Jurassic Park with the water, <laughs> where like the. <laughs> 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 I'm like, what is that? This is a cage rattling in your... I'm like, what is that? Oh, that's uh, Andy's lizard. Let's go look at it. And it fucking gave me nightmares. Right, right. He's a bit of a crash master in his cage uh, when it gets nice and... Because he's cold-blooded, right? So he, he tends to just, you know, rattle around in there when it's hot and uh, and sort of crash. And because here's how, here's how iguanas do. They climb up into trees. And you know how they get down from trees? They let go. That's it. Oh, man. They just fucking fall. 
It's the weirdest thing in the world. Has there ever been a disagreement about Tiberius within your relationship of like what Tiberius needs or doesn't need? His needs? No. There's never been uh, – There's because <laughs> uh, Andy never wanted him to live in the house. That would have been the only thing that would have been a sort of a – not a deal breaker. That seems rude. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but Because he, uh, he lived in Andy's apartment when he had a two-bedroom apartment. Tiberius had one one room, and then and so when we moved in together, shacking up, Buzz doing the buddies. devil's work, uh, we uh, we have a two bedroom uh, place right now. And I was like, "Are you gonna want Tiberius to live in the house, or we got a garage? Don't you think that's nice?" And uh, and he was like, "Yeah, garage, yeah, garage." And so now he's in the garage, and he has lo- a lot of oh, sorry. space. Sorry, man, you're up. I would oh, love to see in your conversation the first night you went over to Andy's house. <laughs> like, hey, why don't you come back to my apartment? Will you will your roommate mind? <laughs> lizard. <laughs> no, he's all right. Just feed him flies. Oh, he's, well, he showed me. He doesn't. He doesn't need flies. He just eats kale and uh, collard greens. And not really Murray. too much iodine. I've been right, to he's mostly eating that. collard greens and mustard greens at this time, and uh, possibly some Swiss chard and uh, and a banana. He enjoys a mango. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, he's he's uh, he's a perfectly nice lizard. Come on over. <laughs> I was chased by one in Costa Rica. Oh, that makes sense, though. Are they you, aggressive? Were you, were you eating a banana? Were you, were you <laughs> walking eat, real slow? I was eating kale. <laughs> and, uh, no, I was just walking down the path, and all of a sudden there's a big iguana down oh, I'm assuming it's an iguana. And uh, I'm like, oh, it's an iguana. And then all of a sudden, uh, like right at me, and I just fucking t- dropped my surfboard and fucking booked. They, was it you fast? just dropped it and ran? It was, yeah. It went to Costa Rica. Nobody's going to steal it. The iguana's going to steal it or the howler monkey. <laughs> So I fucking dropped it. I'm like, I'll come back and get it. And then I pan over there. I was on my honeymoon. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, just a fucking lizard. She's like, great, I married you. <laughs> like, like, they, do, they can get aggressive. He, he, he has gotten aggressive like probably three or four times. And uh, the one time he got aggressive at me, I just put, he just, he seriously, he was just like, bad. Bad, 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 bad. He's not very fast. I can outrun him. But um, <laughs> so, but I was, but he follows you. Like he'll follow me around in the garden. Like he's like a cat. He is like a cat because he wants to be where you are, and it's very sweet. Uh, but, but except for when it's aggressive and it gets creepy, and his mouth is open, Lizard and you're like, from hell. <laughs> and he's gonna cartilage Jackie, you to death. He's not like a cat. Can we just go back? He's not like a cat. He's like a cat in a way that he... It's a big fucking snake with legs. <laughs> with the uh, the devil's eyes. And it looks like it wants to eat you all the time. But he's, but he's very... Uh, but when he did... The one time he charged me, I just put the shovel in front of my foot. And he's not bright. No, he's not. A, this has a tiny lizard mind on mm. purpose. And, uh, and he got to the shovel. And it was almost like he went, Well, thank God she's gone. <laughs> And then I moved the shovel, and he was like, where the hell did you come from? And so the second time he charged me, I just threw a, a towel over his head and shoved him back in his kennel. I'm like, well, I guess it's over, isn't it? We're done. The honeymoon is over, my friend. And, uh, and so I haven't, we, we haven't really bonded quite as much since the charging day. Oh, sure, sure. But Andy, Andy still hugs him. He still cuddles with him. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. And, you guys uh, could get your own show. We, oh, you sure, could we could have show. our own crazy. Jackie We're, and the lizard. <laughs> A cat from hell, it, it is so healing. I mean, they always come to a resolution. There's some work done. It's understanding. The cat needs to hunt, so you need to play with it with a little bird feather thing for 50 minutes a day. And then... 5-0? Uh, 5-0? Yeah, yes. 5 Jackie. 50. 50 minutes. They're, they're predators. <laughs> they're on the hunt. And then they go... Uh, then you let them uh, eat and have a nap. I mean, then they'll stop uh, trying to kill you. 
So that's where it, the the cat likes one member of the duo, the, the couple, more than the other. No, member. no, no, no. He oh. the cat usually is equally Hates mean both to them both. Yeah, somewhat mean to them both. Oh, like cat. everyone's getting bit. New cat. <laughs> new cat, new cat, new cat. But if you see the healing, Jackie. If I saw the healing, yeah. and then I'd say, get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a dog person. I don't know. You guys, what other what other reality shows? What what, what are you yeah, watching? What are you into? Oh, I like Evil Kin. Anyone? Uh, Evil Ken. I like all. There's now this subset of murder shows, which is my thing. I'm not. I'm not about healing. I just like back in. I want to know how people got murdered and why, or why not. Uh, <laughs> is there ever like a case of somebody going? Aww. You know what? Forget it. You seem nice. I don't know why I broke into your kitchen with a knife. Um, that never happens. Um, but there's like, <laughs> I think it's the ID channel, which is <laughs> murder lady right here. Um, so there's there's evil Ken. There's Kim. 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 Evil Kim. She's this girl that keeps killing everybody. Kim, knock it off. Wait, Ken, what is it? K I N, like relatives. Oh, Ken. I yeah. thought it was like oh. Evil Ken, like Ken Doll. I have like, a, I have an accent. I, I heard like a trilogy Ken, of terrors coming to life. Evil Ken. Wow. So it's a hillbilly killing show. There's a lot of hillbilly stuff. There's swamp murders. Um, swamp murders. Yeah. Of course, there's dangerous women. Uh, there's all the all the ones that are about people that had affairs and because of that got oh, murdered. Yeah. There's a there's kind of a biblical subtext of like, hey, stop sinning. Uh, oh, and we're gonna get you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so, pretty great. And and, and is it does it take in uh, does it take place in stereotypical states? Florida? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Florida? I don't know. Swampy. It's, it's just weird like this. Yeah. It's a crazy state. Might it's be the crazy. voodoo. I don't know. That you do? <laughs> so well. So Jackie, that was a song reference. I know. I everyone do a shot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about music. I don't know anything about music. It's uh, I know I I have no I have very very little musical uh, information. I just did an episode on ska, and then I just did one on hair metal. Oh, so who was your guest uh, on hair metal? Hair metal was the guy from Keith and the Girl. So the guy Ooh. Keith would be the word person. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a guy named Keith Malley no, talking a, about hair podcast. metal. And, and and he would name and he would name things uh, he would name a hair he would name a band and I would say so that's a band and he would go you're adorable and then and then he would name a song and I'd say is that a band and he's like you're adorable and he's like no that is a song that's not a band there's Mark Marin ladies and gentlemen Mark that's Marin. exciting Hi, huh? Mark Marin. <laughs> he's a dork and uh, it's all good all good. It's going pretty good, Mark. It's going pretty good. We're, We're talking about it. reality television. Mark and Murray, are there any male reality shows, like reality shows that men are watching? Uh, uh, no, I'm trying to think because I don't really watch a lot of reality. Football? Yeah, let me tell you the reality show I watch. Uh, a lot of guys are into it, I'm sure. Can back me up. Uh, Project Runway? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, fucking watch. You and that I watch it every Friday night with my wife, and oh. I fucking get into it, man. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, Tim Gunn, actually, I did a little work on it. I had to write for Tim Gunn, and I had to read his book. Oh. And I was like, oh, Christ. Loved it. I couldn't put it down. I, I, listen, I can tell you how to clean out your closet. He compared it to Kierkegaard's either or. I mean, are you serious? I swear to exactly God. Exactly what it's like. I know that every woman in here needs an LBD. 
What's, little black dress. Little black dress. Little black. The, I ten, know that he's... the ten things you need in your closet, every woman. I have one, and I've never worn it. I have a white blouse because he told me to get one. <laughs> I have a little black dress, and it scares me every time I open the closet. <laughs> do I have uh, to fucking wear that? It, it's like a thing I have to do. It's like my taxes hanging on a hanger. <laughs> oh, shit, I have to wear that sometime. But I don't, actually. <laughs> I think it's interesting that he admits that, that he wears Spanx. He's like, men should wear Spanx. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn wears Spanx. He's like, all men should wear Spanx. No, that is absolutely not true. Let me tell you something. He looks fabulous. <laughs> is he not a trim, well-dressed yeah. guy? That guy dresses to the nines, man. Yeah. But I love that one. <laughs> if I can use a phrase from 1920. <laughs> okay. To the nines. When skinny people wear Spanx. It's so hilarious. Like, Tim Gunn doesn't need Spanx. Well, he's like 65. He just wants to wear girdle. That's yeah, what it right. is. Well, if you're going to stereotype gay men, Karen Kilgariff, I didn't realize it was going to be that type of show. That's right. You heard me, everybody. But, he's, <laughs> but he wears suits. How would, how would his body no, no, it just, be it, seen? It, it keeps everything smooth. It keeps everything smooth, he says, like it does on everybody. Now, isn't a spank a girdle? I do not know what a spank is. A spank is a girdle. brand, I think. No, but it is a girdle. It, yeah. It's a brand. Yeah, it's a girdle. That woman it's... made a shit ton of money. I saw her yes, on an interview. Did. Oh, my God. But it just fits like a regular girdle, or is it like an old... Oh, it's uncomfortable. It's okay. horrible. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not. It hurts. It's, it's uncomfortable. A experience. <laughs> Makes you think I'm about wearing one now. Like there you go. Hi. Hi, guys. How's it going? I just You're lifted just up my a, shirt like a crazy person. A nice... Jackie's wearing a t-shirt girdle. I'm wearing what a t-shirt it? girdle. It's a... Uh, no, I always... I don't know. I uh, uh, Last comic standing, I was the only one... You know how costuming... Here's, you may not know this. Costuming people are mean. And, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, right? Uh, 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 only when you spend your weekend award, at a podcast uh, festival. <laughs> didn't they get real... My wife's a costumer. <laughs> and his wife is an, uh, an Academy Award nominated. Did she win? No, she didn't. Thanks she was Academy Award nominated uh, costume uh, designer for True Grit. True Grit. That's wow. right. Yeah. Say her name. Thank you. Say her name. You chosen wisely in your marriage. Great. She'll be here in a minute. You can talk to her. There's, is that a lot of hand sewn stuff? Because that was like p- real pine. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sewing going on. She doesn't sew. She designs and draws, and then she hires a sewer. The little man sews. I get it. No, a little more. She's great. This woman sewed it all by herself. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, they're they're usually super. Uh, in all of my experiences, uh, they're always mean because uh, I'm not a size not. And uh, so uh, it always seems like they're super busy, and if they don't have, which they never have anything except zeros, right? Then they're like, okay, <laughs> right? And they don't uh, mean anything. You're right; they don't mean anything by it. They're just at work, ooh. and it's a pain in the ass. The very first pilot I did, but way back in the day, I was on speed. I was the thinnest I've ever been in my life. I was trying so hard that you wouldn't recognize me. And I walked in, and the customer goes. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I swear to fucking God. Then she started pulling moo-moos. I, I swear to God, uh, I was slightly bigger than Maria. Uh, and she was just like... And I found out she worked also on Friends. Oh, Jesus. So there is a, there is a very high bar. But I, I was devastated. And then, God bless, and forgive the name drop, Murray. But Dan Cortez, who was also on the show with me, My walked rival. in. My <laughs> rival. Your rival. I don't America's know. America's sweetheart, Dan Who's, Cortez, okay. walked in, and he started looking at the stuff she was pulling. He goes, what the fuck's wrong with her? And that's all I needed to hear. I was like, okay, as long as You've Dan Cortez bad. is crazy. Yeah. It was horrifying. They, I feel like I need to defend costume designers here for a minute since I'm They're working one. very hard. Well, because they only have a certain budget or amount of money or things that they bought. Like, I, they always put giant breasts on me. Oh, really? As if to say that's a part of a character. Uh, I thought I got the role, but apparently, oh, I'm missing missing this element. 
Because that's what that yeah. character would have. Yeah. That character. <laughs> like what? Like big puppet oh, yeah, breasts? Yeah, like d- sewn? Yeah, like giant, uh, you know, like a couple layers of the chicken cutlets and then on with a <laughs> with a, with a pad up top. <laughs> and then, you know, I've got to stand a certain way. <laughs> Make sure to, no slippage. <laughs> My thing, I work in such shitty, low-budget television um, that the, cost, the the wardrobe people just go to Sears and fucking buy that shit. So, and then they bring it back. Yeah, and then That's they bring it back. And they bring, like, they bring it. back so like 12 of the same shirt. So when I married Mary or got to talk to Mary, and I'm like, don't you just fucking go to Sears? That wasn't a good first date. <laughs> Um, you know, when you get into like her like budgets are the budget of the last show I worked on, the whole series. You know, right? Because so she's doing a big deal movie. And and yeah, stuff. and she works a lot with the Coen Brothers, so they love non, awesome. you know, large-breasted. You know, they like weird, normal-looking normal people. Normal people. Thank you. That's what. <laughs> yeah, saying. that's the. That's what they're called. I have to go. Yeah. Keep digging. Keep digging. <laughs> it's yeah, but when I I did less come expanding, and I I walked in, and I'm the I was the only one, I guess, wearing this crazy bodysuit. Business, the Spanx business, and the wardrobe. I got it. It, it was actually very life affirming because she was like, "You're the only one dressed correctly for this." And then they put uh, a grass green sweater on me so that I looked like I was 77 years old. <laughs> That's where it all fell apart. But uh, they, they they did approve of my undergarments, and I did get some sense of self out of that. And do you think it helped your set to be wearing a girdle? Uh, no. Nothing helped my set when they were pointing a camera at me at Last Comic Standing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. It was constantly, they were always too close and constantly saying, what if you lose? What will happen if you lose? And I'm like, nothing, right? Nothing happens. I still, I still get to go oh, to there's Fresno, a don't, don't I? <laughs> I did a commercial one time, and uh, I had to fall in a pool and then swim out. <laughs> And which is fine, I can swim. <laughs> you can uh, fall. But the uh, costume girl uh, forgot to bring an extra set of underwear, and so and I had to go in the pool like nine times. So they f- were put on these like dockers. It was for Sears, coincidentally, and uh, <laughs> and so. But I couldn't go. I'm like, oh, I'll just go commando. I don't have to worry. Like, you can't gonna get wet, and everybody's gonna see your thing. And uh, so <laughs> they kept cramming me in uh, in board shorts. Oh, so I had to wear board shorts over these dockers that were too small, and then it was just like all cramped up into my stomach, and I had a uh, what I call muffin top, and uh, it was just leaking over. I had no other story than that. That's a- <laughs> well, it's, a- it's heartfelt, and Thank there you. was some pain, and he- and maybe a little healing. Yeah, there was an arc to it. I liked it. There was yeah. some pathos. I thought I liked it. All right, okay. I'll, I'll it kind of humanized that. you for me. <laughs> I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try it again on Paul G. Martin's show on Tuesday. <laughs> and tell that story again, real sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. real slow. Let that one go. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, the only reality shows I've ever watched were that Top Chef business, oh, that's and nice. uh, that was a good one, though, right? Yeah. I mean, and then I got rid of cable, and then I just. Uh, I live on, on near Van Nuys Boulevard, so I just go there if I'm looking for people <laughs> to make bad life decisions. Can I tell you one of my favorite moments that happened? This isn't necessarily a reality show. It's a game show. But I, I watched accidentally Minute to Win It for one second one day, and there was these two guys <laughs> playing for money so one of them could get eye surgery. Hello, America. This is where we are. Hi. How are you? Uh, <laughs> There's trouble. So one guy had to stack up six dice on a popsicle stick while he held it in his mouth. 
Is this the guy who needs eye surgery or the I guy who so, yeah. yeah, so it was harder for him. <laughs> oh, His eyes were all crossed. Um, he stacks them up, right, real slow, and the thing's shaking, or whatever. And he's like, the clock is going, and he makes it like two, with two seconds in. And he, the buzzer goes off, ding, ding, ding. He flips the thing up, catches all the dice, and then throws them straight at the front row of the audience. <laughs> and it was the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, like as if he'd just won the World Series or something, and he just... He, he won just, an eye. He won, yeah. he won his vision, and everyone in the front row lost theirs because of it. Just like, hey, those are dice. They're really hard. Do you, do you guys think that the Romans sat around talking about the decline of Egypt uh, at the end of Rome, like we talk about the decline of Rome uh, as we watch America fall apart? Yeah. Okay, cheerful, <laughs> cheerful. Not good, not good. I called my congressman last night at 10.30 p.m., and I left a message. Yeah. What'd you say? Well, I just, did you, wait, did you do voices? Was he in? Oh, did you leave a message as the baby Jesus? Well, I just said. Oh, that'd be the best. That would have been great. No, well, once I called, I was like, what do I say? And I'm like, hi, Savior, Sarah, is Maria. Um, I live in your district. I just don't think the government should shut down, so please get it running again. I'm an Eagle Rock. I'm an Eagle. <laughs> but don't they count it? They keep track of that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. I felt yeah. some relief, and it was it was entertaining. Sure. That's good. I feel That's like great. I was a... <laughs> to feel like maybe I'm a part of the process. Maybe this mystical thing is real. <laughs> right. I don't know. Uh, and you throw a penny in the well. <laughs> and you wish it was a Come on, government. <laughs> I threw a penny in the well. That, that does feel like that. It feels like... Did you guys ever read that book where the, where the kids lived on all the money and the wishing in the, in the, in the, in the fountain in the museum? In the museum. Were they shut into the museum? Yeah, they were shut into the museum and then they yes. lived on the money the, in the... Mrs., the letters of Miss Basil Frankweiler? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You're welcome, America. <laughs> Spooky reading, girls. Spooky <laughs> yeah. Somebody right. reads. From the mixed-up files of Mrs. Basil that's Frankweiler. It. Nailed it. Nailed it, Karen Kilgariff. I can't. I could barely get here today, but I sure can remember books from fourth grade. Right. Ooh. I read the autobiography, not autobiography, biography of Alan Pinkerton in fourth grade. Who doesn't love an Alan Pinkerton tale? Right. Huh? <laughs> that guy was amazing. He was like Batman of eighteen seventy. You you said you most of your books that you had, or sometimes if you couldn't make it to the library, which is three buses right. uh, from your home, that you you were uh, go to the drugstore and you had to get books from there. Oh, here's what happened. Okay, so I uh, she uh, had to shoplift to read. Oh, Obamacare. And I also <laughs> come on. <laughs> what happened was is, uh, the local library in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I would, uh, that's why I had to eventually take the bus to the downtown Milwaukee one, is because if I didn't return them on time, I would get a, a library fine. If your library fine was over $10, you were no longer allowed to take out any books until you replaced, until you paid your library fine. So uh, I would walk to Kmart and steal books and read them. And But here's the thing. you If you're getting your reading material from Kmart, that's why you read Harlequins, and that's why you read Louis L'Amour novel. And that's why you read mercenary books about the Mbele and uh, and uh, in Africa, and uh, and that's why I read a lot of Merck books. And uh, and Stephen King. 
No, there was. I couldn't steal anything super thick because uh, I had. That's. I had to steal only shitty sh- short novels. And uh, I don't think that needs an explanation. Well, right. That makes sense, right? And yeah. here's if you want to go to Kmart and steal books, this is what you do, people. This is what you do, right? It's a uh, you. Uh, you break the binding a little bit. You open it up so that it oh. cracks, right? You dog ear a thing like you're reading it. It's my book. It's yeah. my book. You stick it in your back pocket. Like you're uh, uh, Dennis the Menace, and you get the fuck out. You get the fuck out. Nobody cares. Nobody. Ca- Everyone says, "Oh, did she steal a four ninety nine Harlequin romance? Good for her." And uh, <laughs> and that's why I read a lot of Harlequin romances in junior high because. And then once you start taking crack cocaine, uh, you have a hard time getting away from it. Those and then it's so, hard to get right so back into Upton Sinclair once you've uh, read uh, uh, a Second Chance at Love book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the book. I have a 21-year-old, 21-year-old month. I have a 21-month-old. I still don't know how to say that. Frank. Frank. My son Frank is 21 months. And he loves reading, man. Like every morning, my wife goes to work really early. Every morning he gets up and the first, I give him a bottle and then he sits in my lap and we read for like 45 minutes. And it's great. And I'm super stoked to see like what kind of books he's going to get into, you know. And it's really fun to kind of go back into your childhood and be like, oh, seven Chinese brothers are going to love this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Until you realize how racist that book is. (laughs) But it's cool to like, hey, Frog and Toad, you're going to love it. And I'm forcing them all. Like, hey, The Hobbit. And he's 20 months. He's, like, <laughs> he's like peeing on The Hobbit. And I'm like, no, you're going to love this. So it's really exciting to see him get, and get interested in books. And I want him to st- keep that. I don't want him to play bass drum in the band his senior year and give up books. You know, I want to so that he can go to England? So, but you got to go to England, right? Oh, yeah, I did go to England. A lot of did, drinking. You, were, did you go all over England or did you just go to London? Uh, we were in Worthing and we played a couple of gigs uh, at the Troubadour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was surfing this morning. I got seawater up my nose. Excuse me. Um, uh, so we played a couple uh, uh, gigs in southern England. Then we took a day trip up to London. And me and my buddy, Dave Rochin, ditched the tour, because we were all on a tour bus, and went to Abbey Road, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. And Abbey Road, Jackie, is a famous uh, recording studio. (laughs) I think the Rolling Stones, right? No. Oh, yeah. They're British, aren't they? Yeah, they are. No, it's a Beatles thing, So me and Dave Rochin uh, (laughs) snuck off, went to Abbey Road, and got our picture taken walking across uh, The four guys walking across the thing, right? It was just two of us, but I took off my shoes, because Paul was dead. Mm. No Beatles fans. Wait, not a one. Not a one. No one likes the Beatles. Paul isn't dead. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. (laughs) uh, So, wait, uh, no, no. Karen Kilgariff plays an instrument. Oh. Very exciting. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the Karen Kilgariff uh, musical. How long have you been playing the guitar? Um, did you play? A, did, did you play the guitar in band? Did you? Did, were you in I band in high school? Band, Jackie. I told you, I was a cheerleader. Um, there's a difference. Let's be smart about this conversation. No, uh, Thanks for sitting next to a bandy. Band this dork. whole side of my uh, uh, arm is burning, but it's fine. It'll be fine. No, uh, I went to a very small school. If I had gone to a normal school, I would have never made the cheerleading team. But I had rhythm and spirit. Uh, <laughs> And I was plucky, uh, but that's uh, what I've always said about you. Plucky. Right? That's plucky. on my bio. <laughs> and how, how big was your school? How, was, how many uh, people? Three hundred and fifty people altogether. That, the same. So we had like uh, there are fifty people in my class. Yeah. And so you got to do everything. I could have been on the football team. Yeah. Had I <laughs> exactly. Wait, fifty like, people in your graduating class, and you're all yeah. together. Yeah, oh, sixty-four. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Get in there, Bamford. <laughs> 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 Take a knee, Bamford. Take a knee. Yeah. 
I can do it, coach. I don't need cleats. <laughs> so did you play anything in, in high school or no? We didn't have a band. There was no uh, music? We didn't have anything, really. It was it was a Catholic school. You know, we were did told you we were lucky together? to be there. We prayed together and we stayed together. Excellent. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't. I played beats? softball, and okay. I think I was like the class president a couple times. You know, what I was just thinking the other day too. They had a thing every year, uh, Valentine's. They voted su- sweethearts for the sweetheart dance, and it was like six girls got nominated, and then at the at the dance they announced who it was. And every I was never nominated because I was super gossipy and really, <laughs> I tried to be funny all the time. So it'd be like, shirt fag is that that comedy? Uh, that's where it started. <laughs> Um, yeah, not acceptable. And right, uh, right. Uh, that's where I was really honing it in high school. And every time they would announce those six girls over the uh, loudspeaker, I'd always be like, oh, not me. <laughs> just like, you're not even slightly nice. Like, I just, right. I just, I just realized that the other day as I was curling my hair. Right? I was just like, I, if I was nice, I better, I had a chance. Right. It would have been a step in the right direction. So I mean, when did something. You, right. But no, but you no. were just like, no, I'm going to be a dick all I'm going to be a dick school. and then have these strange expectations. Right. That everyone loves me. Why, why, why don't they like me? Why don't they like the asshole? I, you don't, and or were you real? You know, like you weren't. They couldn't some, handle my realness. Yeah, your truth. You were your, sitting in your truth. Yeah, that gets moist. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried sitting Jackie. in your truth, Jackie? I know. Jackie. You know what? I always used to in ninth grade. I was always like, "Why don't I have any friends? Why don't I have any friends?" And and this uh, here's I was on the basketball team in ninth grade, and when we would work out, I would read as I ran around the track. <laughs> And the coach finally said to me, Jackie, you gotta be a friend uh, if you would like a friend. Oh. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, put the book down. <laughs> Interact with somebody, look them in the face, and uh, talk to them like that's exactly what I was doing. Oh, I would jog and read, Jack. jog and read, Nothing jog and makes read, less jog sense than jogging and reading. Oh, <laughs> that is the sweetest <laughs> picture. Oh, it was sweet, except for it was spooky and weird and creepy. And everyone yeah. was like, well, I guess she doesn't actually have any words uh except for the ones that are written so uh but then i was uh uh and then i was i forgot this though i was, I was the editor of the school newspaper in high school and uh, i was always looking for the expose <laughs> yeah i was always looking for it. i did a big expose about how all our entire football team was on coke i did yeah. a yes, i did a i did an opinion piece and uh at my high school reunion that i just went to uh they had a copy of the harbinger that was the name of it the harbinger <laughs> oh my god Shit. And, uh, and I had had to write an apology to the entire school because I was like, I think I was a sweeping statement that all football players are on coke, <laughs> and I'm so sorry that this might have not been based entirely on fact, blah, blah, blah. And then I just wanted to, I wish I had written at the end, but they are. Yeah. <laughs> were, were they on coke in Wisconsin? In Wisconsin in 1982, they certainly were. Oh, they my were, God. They yeah. were in North Jersey in 86. Sure. Uh, the, the pitcher of the baseball uh, team got shot coming over the Brooklyn Bridge uh, in the stomach after buying coke. They, he passed out from bleeding to death, almost. There was a. Th- there was a. Th- <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you guys Up went like to tiny. Cool. That's the only story I had. <laughs> So you, you guys went to tiny schools, though. Weren't, wasn't there, weren't there super rich kids who were weird? And mm, I think somebody was doing cocaine, but uh, no one invited me. 
No, no. <laughs> no, no I, I, fo- I found out that some people were partying hard later, and then, you know, they didn't invite me or something. There was a yeah. lot of party going on, and then there was a lot of sex going on. I, yeah, even in yeah. band. Band people were having sex with each other. What? That's what was happening. Uh, I was reading bus. about it. Back uh, the band with bus. the hammer? With the, with the shako, yeah, they, everybody in a shako was like, "Let's do this." You keep the and then you can the spin your on? trumpet. Just take your pants off. What's a shako? A shako's the tall hat the from tall the uh, the tall, uh, the tall band hat. sex hat. Oh, we had a plume. Oh, did you have a plume? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a fucking feather. That every time the wind blew, it just went. <laughs> Not like that, like that quail that. Yeah, yeah exactly like that quail. <laughs> Not a lot of sex is what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I think I might have to leave. I okay. think you might have to, but do you want to play I a don't, song? I, I won't party to this drug talk. Well, do you, do you want to play a song before you go? Do it. Uh, sure. Blaze up, Wasteroid. Do it. Yeah. All right. Pull out your guitar. Go get your I'm gonna well, tell, I just met Karen. Go get your guitar. I just met Karen today. <laughs> what to do. Uh, just get it. <laughs> get it and then go do Jesse and whoever go show. And, uh, but back in the old Largo, uh, yeah, yeah. back when it was on Fairfax, right? uh, and I was starting to do stand-up, uh, I'd go to Largo and stuff, and I saw Karen play with Mary Lynn. Right, in, right. Oh, the girl the guitar, guitar band guitar club, or whatever. Right when you guys first girl started, it was clubs. awesome. It was good. Here's, uh, here's the only... Is Marin still here? Mark? No. Nope. No, he's... Okay, then let's tell this story. Uh, <laughs> is it going to be the one where he got punched in the face? No, it's the one where I did a uh, I did some student fucking film, and this woman said, "Oh, you do stand up? I had sex with Mark Marin next to the dumpster there in 1997." Oh, no, Marin, you're a legend. In, in like '97, behind Largo, this woman had sex with Marin next to a dumpster, and then she told me about it in 2005. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's a brag. Did I get her any help? No. But is she going to be on Paul Kilmartin's podcast? Maybe. Because that's <laughs> the only way she'll get some help. Uh, all right. It's a good story. Uh, until, all right. Sing a song, Karen Kilgariff. Um, Everyone should go to your band camp and listen to your songs and buy your albums. Thank you. And I, there's a new one coming out that I just recorded. Oh, I'm so pretty awesome. soon. That's just kind of What's it going to be called? What's the new album called? It's going to be called Live at the Bootleg. Catchy. Is yeah. the name of the place you did it the bootleg? No, no, I did it at the Troubadour. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful setup, Jackie. Wonderful comedy setup. No, I'm there for you. Is that going to be loud enough? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, why not? Thank you, oh, Murray. Nice, Murray. Oh, I've done some tech work. Very generous oh, of you Murray. as a comedian. This is my new song. <clears throat> I, I'm not on um, OKCubit, okay but this is how my. Uh, what do you call it? Profile would read if I were. <clears throat> no, I don't want to meet you for coffee. I don't care where you went to school. I'm not interested in sitting around watching you trying to act cool. Just be brave or go away. obvious and I don't want to hear about your funny friends I'm sure they're hilarious 
just come across or take a walk. Take a little heat. Can you stand a little pain? Have you ever had somebody who just walked away? Just walked away and say, okay. Is your dad a drunk? Mine is nice. And why is your heart so fucked up that you have to troll around on this stupid fucking website? Did you take a little heat? Did you take a little heat? Did you finally find somebody who just knocked you off your feet? Did you take a little heat? And did you stand a little pain? Did you finally find somebody? Then they walked away. They walked away. And I'd say, okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Dave Anthony. Oh, look. Hi. What a sweet. I'm playing the part of Karen Kilgariff. I'm sing a song about oven mitts. What do you need your mitts. stuff? So? It wasn't about oven mitts, Dave. I, li- <laughs> I didn't hear the lyrics. <laughs> you, want you, you want your coffee? Do you want your candy? <laughs> no, the candy's just free. Oh. Eat some candy. You want, you want your coffee? coffee. So yeah. Smart ones. Coffee. Right. There coffee, you go. Coffee. Do you want a bottle of <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. It's thank you. Thank you very much. I, can't, I came at the right time. And Karen Kilgariff. Um, hi, my podcast lasted thirty-five minutes. Your podcast did? Yeah. You in walking the room, uh, great Greg Barrent? No, no the dollop. I, I do the dollop. Which oh, your own next door. Oh, that's right. But it's just me, so I just do a thing and then I leave, and it was not long. <laughs> <laughs> well, good choice. Uh, what's your? Uh, you know, we we were talking about reality shows. Yeah, I well, know that you were the one who told me who Snooky was. I mean, I do go around the country lecturing about Snooky, <laughs> so I know a lot about her. Right? You know I things. I tell you that. Yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, I've stopped watching reality shows. Oh, okay. Except for like Top oh. Chef or. Uh, the good ones. The good ones. Except but for the like, real good I used ones. to, I used to watch like The Housewives of Orange County. Oh boy! <laughs> and then I started watching other ones. And then there was uh, Housewives of New Jersey, and one of the housewives punched another one at a party. And I looked at my wife, and I was like, "What? Are, what are we doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's then we apocryphal. never watched. We never watched them again. Oof. Yeah. How you doing? Well, I just I, they are so hard because it does seem like uh, watching people who are suffering, yes. you know, just like 
Oh, no, 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 no. Leave them alone. They need to be alone right now. Uh, she just went on 20 minutes about a show about a cat. <laughs> is it a, sh- is it a show Fair that you're... Point. Were you pitching it, or is it... No, no, it's a show on the on Discovery. It's, oh, you tell her. They, you know, there's shows. I also love shows. Have you guys seen all these? Well, this is a phenomenon, the zeitgeist of uh, the animals that become friends with unlikely animals. <laughs> oh God, it's so wonderful! <laughs> I tried to do that with Tiberius. I brought my da- dog over to meet the lizard, and uh, did not work out. Ti- <laughs> yeah, Tiberius doesn't like dogs. He's better with cats. Yeah. He's not good with dogs. He you mean you you would love it if like like. Just bears and ducks were hanging out, and like that would uh, be like your ultimate thing. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say it like it's insane. <laughs> it's like an elephant and a kazoo. Or, yeah, that's yeah. not an animal. No, uh, no. An elephant. <laughs> no, an elephant. it's not. Not yet. Don't say not yet. It could be someday. So he, he was a character a on the Flintstones, show. wasn't he? Kazoo. kazoo? Oh, was the, the thing you blow in? Okay. Uh, second kazoo reference this festival. But, but there's a, God. a there, God, someone is keeping track. Well, no, it was on on my show on Road Stories, uh, which you can get free on iTunes. <laughs> right. Brody Road Stevens Stories. came in with a fucking Vespa helmet on, and yeah. Ryan Sickler called him a kazoo. Right. From the Flintstones, not an actual kazoo. I mean, the good thing about Brody is he's always trying to fly under the radar. It's very subtle. <laughs> it was like pulling teeth to get him to talk yesterday. <laughs> There's a book out called Unlikely Friends, and then they have the picture of like the goat and the horse that took care of each other until they died. And then there's, you know, like the there's a duck and a turtle. Uh, It's like the odd couple, but with animals. I I, feel one's Jack Klugman and the other one's Tony Randall, and it's weird. Is the duck tidy or is the. Well, that's what I want. I want there to be a human version of that book where it's like the atheist and the evangelical Christian like nuzzling each other. Spoon or be spooned! Like in in a small pond? Yeah, in a small pond, swimming together, nuzzling their noses. You know, helping each other walk across the street. The Palestinian and the Israeli open up a falafel place together. Yeah. It'd be so beautiful. The Armenian and the Turk. physical tenderness. I mean, that's the most important thing is there has to be grooming involved, like a combing of hair. I mean, that's where the tears start to roll down for me. (laughs) It's not going to be just, you know, a distant falafel stand relationship. It's going to be... I'm going to need to see them like, in a cozy Like an bed Armenian situation. and a. Uh, <laughs> Turk. Mm, Turk. I, I was going to say a Buddhist. Heard. Like an Armenian and a Buddhist in a beanbag kind of situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that Suckling. would be nice. Yes, yeah, some light suckling. You That's, know, maybe if they were, uh, you know, just some. Uh, well, the, the tender kissing um, of each other. So this is a video. <laughs> I think we're going somewhere else. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what? Started so off really clean. So there's a goat no, in a horse. No, but it's not sensual kissing. It's just a, it's a tender. I don't. I They're don't, holding. I, did you know? I that haven't sea worked otters? it all out. Did, did you know that sea otters hold hands in the water? God damn it! So they don't what? float away. So they don't float away from each other. So are you serious? From... Yeah, yeah. And otters are the only ones who also uh, uh, the male otter will beat up uh, there's domestic abuse. A male no, otter will uh, beat up a uh, female. Is it on the uh, the day of the Super uh, Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> the duck ducks rape. 
Ducks rape oh, each other? Yes, they uh, do. Yeah. Or other raped. animals. Uh, I saw. The I craziest. Saw... Is the women ducks love it. <laughs> so it's not really. Rape. Is it ever consensual though? In animal in animalhood, no, is it ever? Cons- yeah. Does it fe- does it? It doesn't ever feel consensual. Mm. Like I when mean, a dog gets on another dog, you're just like that. Doesn't look. That fun. doesn't look like they dated. Yeah. It looks like. And everybody, everybody says nature is beautiful, and it's really not. Okay. It could be okay. pretty from afar. Or it from, I mean, there's from beautiful moments, far. but the, uh, you know, the, I guess their lovemaking is yeah. not that beautiful. I, mean, I saw a seal I, eat I a fish, think, and it almost made me throw up. I mean, that's very different than lovemaking. <laughs> Maybe. I feel, but there, there, was a, there was a video of uh, some scientists caught it down in Antarctica of a, of a seal... Uh, fucking a penguin. Oh my god! And I shouldn't laugh because it's clearly not consensual. Yeah. And yet, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, that's not right. But it's it's not right. But it's it's science. No, you know? I, I, I haven't thought of the dark side of unlikely friends, like where it is sort of a a hostile. Uh, yeah, connection where you know, tigers are trying to... Hostile connection. I want that to be a Craigslist yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> connection. I flipped you off on the 405. Yes. Meet you over at the coffee bean and tea leaf on sun- sunset. If you like that kind of thing. <laughs> if you want me not to pay for your coffee. Right, go on over and we can stare at each other and just get really mad. Hostile connection. That would be the best. Do you ever see that thing on Penny Arcade? Do you ever see Fruit Fucker? The juicer who's in love with the uh, the orange? I think it's consensual. Uh, I'm told uh, by one Andy Ashcraft that that is, uh, that is a juicer who is Oh, no, not... is that the shirt you have? Yeah. No, that's very rapey. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm told. It's, that that's it's a, a rapey... It's a, it's a juicer it's... leaping out of an orange, and the orange is like, hey, what's going on? I, it looks like love to me, but then I don't have a lot well, of experience. Well, now I wonder what, yeah, what yeah, love yeah. is to you. <laughs> what's, yeah. going, what's going on? <laughs> We're talking there, there's about... a juicer guy who has sex with fruit. No, it's a it's a juicer who is in love with an orange. In my opinion, is and, it a cartoon? Uh, it's a it's a web comic. Uh, it's on oh, Penny okay. Arcade. It may not oh, even right, be. It might just be that one fucking image. Okay. It might just be. Even though I think there are several other images of that juicer and that orange. That's how, right. That's correct. How right. do you? How, but how do you take that? So that's all you've seen of it is the one photo. And yeah. Basically, you don't one, know what it is. It is a, a photo too because they are real. Yeah. yeah no, they're real. There's an I mean, actual. It's, it's, a uh, it's just a, moment. It's a classic juicer with arms and legs, and he's jumping. <laughs> right. And then right. it's just an orange. So, so what it is is, for people who haven't seen it, it's a it's a juicer leaping onto an orange that's just sitting there, and Jackie is calling that love. How, I don't understand. Did how you it's see love. what the orange was wearing? <laughs> huh? Come on. Orange. Yeah, I was wearing an orange peel. What if we put that juicer in an orange in a beanbag chair? Oh. Well, then you need an Armenian guy <laughs> to gently kiss it. <laughs> Not sexual kisses. No, nope. no, no, like a mouthing. I don't know. I can't explain it. What do you mean? Well, I kind of like, uh, uh, uh. so you could get your scent on them, but. <laughs> do we have an orange she can demonstrate on? <laughs> or an Armenian gentleman. Is there Armenian gentleman? <laughs> 
Okay, we're going to actually start talking about the Armenian thing. I'm going to let you know that there are two kinds of priests in the Armenian church. There's a priest that can be married and a priest that gets unmarried. There's a dare hire and a high sorp. And only the unmarried priest can become the Armenian pope, which is the Catholicos of the holy city of Echmiazin. Yeah, say that four times fast. It's super fun. Are you, are you Armenian? Is- yes, I am Armenian. Or, or is this just like you're like an Armenian file. I don't know. What do you call it? Ar- I, I have an Armenian file. No, oh, so, so, so Every April 24th, I watch a slideshow because, you know, when you have a genocide, take pictures. Yeah. That's, what you, that's what I always say. Why would, why would they take pictures? If I was going to hold a genocide, I wouldn't record it Did at they, all. Was it all Turkish photographs? Yeah, yeah, Turkish uh, photographs no. going, look what we're doing. We're going to stack people on top of each other like Abu Ghraib and, uh, and we'll take a photo and put it on our Facebook page oh, there in 1915. Turks are, yeah, Turks are douches. Yeah, Turks are douches. They fucking, I, I married into a Greek family. It's I married into a Greek years. family, and people, like, yeah. they won't oh, even... Yeah, they're mad at the Turks, too. Yeah, they won't even do anything on a Tuesday, because that's when the Turks invaded Greece. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> Every so, Tuesday? So, Every Tuesday. But that was a long time ago, so Tuesdays are off? They fucking hold... They hold tr- I married one. They hold a grudge. The Greeks? Oh, yeah, Greeks. Yeah, the Greeks, They've man. been on an island. Have you they're ever mad. been to Greece? Okay. One of the greatest things about Greece, everyday Greek food. Ah. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. and, and if you get Greek food, it's fucking expensive. How are the, is their economy in the shitter? I, because you know, have you got a fucking <laughs> Greek salad lately? Holy shit. I'm, I might candy. invade Greece if, if they made that kind of salad, if I was next door. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be like, you're making that kind of salad. We're coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because they're doing good work with feta? Is that what I'm hearing? The whole You're fucking fan? thing. Just the whole goddamn it's mix delicious. is like the best fucking salad ever. That's your favorite salad? The Greek, the, this is a really, salad, this, yeah. we're going to dork out about salad for a minute. You got a favorite? No, that's what do you the, love about it? Give up orange the, rape and we'll talk about Greek I salad. I love the dressing and I love the way the dressing kind of makes the feta kind of cruise around a little bit. And then it's not all <laughs> lettuce. There's chunks of shit in there. It's kind of manly. Kalamata olives. And the meats, the meats that are in the tube shape wrapped around the pole. Oh, is that your favorite okay. kind of Greek That's food? That's not a salad. That's not a salad. <laughs> but is that your favorite Greek food? Do you like the gyro or the gyro or the gyro or the, uh, the smashed up lamb and beef together? Gyro. Yeah, gyro. Gyro. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what it's called? That's what I say to my uh, father-in-law and he gets pissed off at me. Do they? Oh. But they, how do they pronounce their G's over there? What's the deal? You're closer. You're Armenian. Uh, right. Uh, we always called it Giro. Giro. Uh, uh, there was a bit of a rolled R. But the thing is, is uh, I said that one time uh, at, a, at, a, at 3 in the morning in New York to a guy, and he said, where are you from? And uh, so uh, there's no right way to say it, as far as I could tell. I, uh, anybody here Greek? I can say, Faithalamaparangilumubugatsamegalaparakalo. Uh, uh, which means I'd like to order dessert with milk, please. <laughs> and I could say Efralistopoli, which means thank you very much, and I learned that in a Harlequin romance when I was 15. Because <laughs> there's always a Greek guy with a lot of hair uh, who wants to do it with some woman who is like, uh... I don't like you, and then at the end of it, let's get married. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what Harlequin romances are like. Well, if, uh, if we're just going to start throwing shit out, Donda esta la bibliothèque. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's all uh, Greek to me. Whoa. What do you got, Murray? Je m'appelle Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 11th grade French class. Took Boom. it just to sit next to Peggy McDonald. And? McNugget? I failed. She went to the prom with Tony D'Amato. <laughs> right. True story. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only story you had? <laughs> That's the only story I had. <laughs> 
What's your favorite salad? Now I want to know. What's your favorite salad? Mine? Yeah, because oh, I got Greek. a favorite fucking, fucking salad. Greek salad, man. I'm Greek about salad's a favorite salad. Yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about it. Fucking Dave Anthony showed up. There's, <laughs> there's a beautiful simplicity about it. Yeah. I like the olives. You're more of the cheese. I like, I like the, the olives. olives. No, the olives are without the olives. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I once, I once, uh, I was talking to Zach Galifianakis, and I said, "Oh yeah, I just got a Greek salad over there," and he got angry. He's like, "That's not a fucking Greek salad." All, you come over to my house, I'll show you what a Greek salad is. I'm like, Jesus Christ! All right. Wow. Is there not, enough hair, ha- not enough hair from the beard in it. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. There's no there's no lettuce in an actual Greek salad. Oh no, there's no lettuce in an actual Greek salad. Yeah, Uh, I knew someone who was Italian who would lose her mind about Caesars. You like a Caesar salad, which was made in Tijuana. That was made by a waiter in Tijuana. Developed Caesar salad. salad Was yes. Is that true? That's why I, I do this podcast. I have read about the Caesar salad. <laughs> I like that you have one you fan know? who's backing you up on the Caesar salad yeah, back there. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, fuck yeah, god damn it, somebody's talking about a Caesar salad. Do you know what the you problem is? It. The problem with the Caesar for me is because I think a Caesar would be my favorite salad. But most of the time, they fuck it up with too much dressing. Yeah. It comes yep. drenched, yep. and it's like, it's, yep. like a, it's like lettuce in a pile of mayonnaise. Yeah. As a I vegetarian, be happier. As a this vegetarian. is the best dork forest ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The anchovies yeah. kill it for me. I agree. Uh, good. Oh no, uh, no, no! That's good times. I don't my, eat fish. That's why. Oh, okay. My favorite salad: a chopped salad. Any salad, chop it up tiny. That's my thing. Okay. God damn it, I, I got to eat it with salad. a spoon. Yeah. I want. Uh, I want. I, I want it all chopped together. I like. You know, there's a magnolia grill with an e over oh, there in uh, in Burbank. Grill. Real nice. Mm-hmm. They do a bayou salad. They do a Cajun chicken, and uh, and then they got. Uh, it's got. And I also enjoy a fatouche because it's also chopped. It oh, chopped no, correctly. Fatouche, is fatouche has. Uh, Lebanese. A- eggplant in it, right? No, it can, but it's mostly, it's usually okay. just herbs, tomatoes, cucumbers. Okay, then I, then I do enjoy a fatouche. I get that at the farmer's market at um, That's good Moishis. They don't chop the salad except on the coasts, right? Right, they're not chopping it up in the middle. You've got to no, talk it up. Do your own work! Yeah, it is a work ethic. Don't thing. you have any pride? <laughs> What's in a fatouche? Sorry, I don't mean to backtrack. It's a, it's a tomatoes and cucumbers and um, and herbs like uh, parsley oil. and. Um, There's an Italian version of that, but it's tomatoes and onions and olive oil. It's by my Italian grandmother used to make it. It was awesome. Dip some Italian bread in there from Gianelli's Ooh. Bakery. Yeah, where's Gianelli's Bakery? It's no, sadly no longer there, but it's on Route 23 in Wayne, New Jersey. We right, are right. so deep into salads right now. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Here's the sad part. We're almost done here. Let's let's okay. uh, let's uh, let's plug. I know. Okay. I know. Let's go get some salads. Let's go get a thirty dollars salad if possible. <laughs> here at the here at the podcast. I festival. ordered. I ordered uh, steel oats in my room. You did Just a bowl not of steel in, oats in your room. Eleven bucks comes plus out to, comes out to thirty when it gets to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, how long did, how long did it take elements. to get there up that elevator? Ride? It actually wasn't that bad. It was 20 minutes. Well, you know, there's, you use the elevator over there. You go up to nine. You walk through the hallway. You go up the stairs. You're in the penthouse. Oh, fuck that noise. Secrets. I was who, up, who runs this fucking I was up in the penthouse. <laughs> I took the stairs next to the two slowest elevators in the world, and I ended up on that fucking hotel over there. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I ended up at the pool. I'm like, oh, it's the pool. This is where I thought the party was the other day. Different pool. I'm going to Santa Monica College, turns out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's, uh, let's plug some stuff. Dave Anthony, walk in the room, also dollop. Yep. And, uh, walk uh, in the room. Uh, that'll be at 6 tonight. Okay, that's and, over. Uh, that's it's in also this on iTunes and things like that. My album sure. is Shame Chamber. It's on uh, Shame 
Chamber. Oh, Excellent. Thank Wonderful. You. Dave Anthony, always a treat. I'm, I liked uh, that you played the part of Karen Kilgariff. Go to karenkilgariff.bandcamp.whatever so and uh, and essentially Google fucking Karen Kilgariff. Yeah, her album's great. And her she's great to follow on Twitter. If you she's yes. hilarious oh, on Twitter. Yeah, Karen she's Kilgariff. one of the best on Twitter. She really is. Uh, Murray. Also my ex-girlfriend. Also, oh. Yeah, we did like in the early 90s. Oh, uh, that's very sweet. When, when I was into Super Chunk. <laughs> they got a new album, and she liked the Counting Crows. Oh, oh I see why okay. that didn't work out. Never gonna work. Yeah. She Sometimes she actually uh, tweeted me about uh, three months ago and said, "I get what you were saying about the Counting Crows." <laughs> wow, wow! Fourteen years later, yeah, exactly. finally, I get it. It's healing. Jackie, Super Chunk and the Counting Crows are bands. Thank you. Uh, I've heard of the Counting Crows. Are they? Is that? Do, do they do goth music? <laughs> they are so goth. They're a hair metal band from the 80s, I'm surprised. That's <laughs> right, Jesse didn't tell you about it, oh, whatever it was. Damn, Keith. 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 And then, uh, then I, I learned about ska music. All ska music, they have the word ska in their band name. Really? Oh. Uh, except for the uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, which is yeah. something else. They're not from all. Boston. No, I don't know anything about I, All I know is I put the word ska into Pandora, and then a lot of trumpets showed up, and I was psyched. <laughs> I was good. It was good. I like it. And uh yeah. It's There's like it's like my mom on the internet. <laughs> I am a I was born like your mom. I was I have been 112 since I was 11 years old. I have not understood anything uh hip. Uh, I feel like you do you walk around a lot just going, "Oh, look at that." Yes. <laughs> What's his name? Huel. Huel Hauser? Uh-huh. Someone said that I was like the Huel Hauser of the internet. Because <laughs> I'm living every moment. I'm, I'm right here, you guys. I'm present. And every day I get to discover something new. Yikes. Like salads. Anyway, so Murray, Murray, Murray V on, uh, on Twitter, he it, has uh, Murray road on stories. Twitter. Yeah, uh, Road Stories, you get at RoadStories.tv, my website, MarieValeron.com. It's uh, free. Uh, subscribe there. Um, if anybody lives in Vegas, I'll be at the Improv in November. And that's it. I have a lot of shitty TV I really wouldn't recommend you watch that I worked on. And that's about it. Awesome. Maria Bamford, uh, yeah. MarieBamford.com. Yeah, MarieBamford.com. <laughs> We're going to Alaska on Wednesday, yeah, right? Anchorage, San Francisco, and then uh, uh, Minneapolis, and then New York City. And, uh, and when is your different species cuddling? Uh, I'm just learning, uh, mostly focusing on enunciating. Uh, that's nice. one of my weak points. Uh, but I think, I'll, yeah, I think I'll be at uh, Burbank Flappers in Flaps. December. December Flappers yeah. in Burbank. Come to that, which is fun. You got a lot of things happening. She's it's a genuine comedy club with warm cookies <laughs> and and a, and a pushy drink minimum. <laughs> Show up and a huge kitchen. A huge Massive. kitchen, huge kitchen. That's because it used 20s? to be a TGI Fridays or something, didn't and, it? And Jackie Keishan, are these T-shirts for free or hey. are they for sale this week? Uh, they are. I didn't bring enough, um, didn't so bring I enough? just brought it because other they're people had banners t-shirts. and stuff, aren't they? You can go to JackieKeishan.com and order a T-shirt if you oh, like. Oh, they're wonderful T-shirts. Um, I've had mine for. Uh, they lasted for this one for twenty years. Oh yeah, I wore, I wore that one the other day. Twenty-seven. I don't have one of these yet? 
Uh, you have, well, uh, for being on the show, you get a free T-shirt. Oh, so that's what everyone I who for. wants to be on the show, Jackie at JackieCation.com. Tell me your dorkdom. Do it. I'll put you on the list. What the fuck? Hey. Uh, <laughs> that's it. If you're into salads, already been done. Already been done. Been done. Been done. Hey, Ladies Jackie, you brought up TGI Friday. Do you want to know a fact about TGI Friday? Yeah, you got one? First single bar in America. A singles bar? There were no singles bars until 1965. Uh, men would go to bars alone, or men would go with their wives. In 1965, TJFs opened up in Manhattan, and it was the first singles bar in America. And they said, ladies should come out in a pack and go to the bathroom together. And then many comedy premises were born. Uh-huh. And syphilis. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming to a live dork for us. Thank you, LA Podcast Festival. Super fun. Super fun. Well, that show was awesome. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, he fixes the audio every week. He also does the teaser videos on YouTube. So Patrick Brady is an awesome guy, and I thank him for his work. Mike Rickberg sang the song you heard at the beginning, composed and sang it with his girlfriend, Sarah. He's going to sing in about a heartbeat for uh, the Mexican hat dance. And Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. So support him and his work. Thanks a lot, you guys. Take care out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?